Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Skyping's Avenue. Well, folks, here we are. Yes, this is the episode that I never knew that I would make. Side effects of... Side effects of, yeah, because I thought about doing side effects of Corona and I was just like, I don't want to see the word, you know, and really to me, I think a lot of us, when we are looking at what's going on, the quarantine ends up actually feeling a lot more real than the actual pandemic of the virus. So here we are, side effects of quarantine. Pardon me if this episode is kind of all over the place because I am all over the place. I'm all over the place right now. Like I'm all over the place because I think that this is like a first, not just for like myself, but literally for my generation, for much for I would say probably everybody in the world, like we've never been in this type of scenario. So I don't even know, I don't have any like frame of reference also because like the pandemics that took place prior to this, the world was in a different place, in a different space and time. So we're dealing with something very, very different. Basically, and also on top of that, it's an unprecedented event being led by an unprecedented. Am I right? Like, I think there's something to be said for just the genuine concern that the person who is supposed to be at the helm of protecting, you know, the welfare of America is an incompetent, racist, narcissistic, megalomaniacal maniac. And that, and also is just dumb. We should also add to that. He's literally just like a single digit IQ. And that has got to be at the crux of a lot of our anxieties. Like, wait, we're leaning on who? It's like, I saw a meme that literally just, (laughs) that literally just said, dear Obama, nigga, help. It was too much for me. It was too much. And I think um, I think we all basically are having to sit down and think about a lot more than we ever planned on thinking about right now. Like, you know, it's different when you're like going on a wellness retreat and you're like, I'm going on this retreat, whether it's a meditative retreat or a wellness retreat or... You know, I'm going to the cabin or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm going here to think. 
no, this was not planned. Like, this was like, this is happening right Right now. now. And the amount of ramifications that this quarantine and the side effects of this quarantine have are so innumerable that there's no way that I can even address all of them on this podcast, right? Like, the, the, the tangible ones, like income, you know, like schooling your children, like, you know, some places, like how do you take pets out for a walk if you live in New York in a building and you don't want to go outside into the hallway where someone could have coughed? Like, these are all like real, actual, factual things. It's actual and factual, you know? So those things like are, they're deep. They're deep. Also, but there's so many things that I know that I would miss. So many things I would know I know that I would miss that I, I really felt like I really wanted to just discuss mostly just kind of the mental side effects of this quarantine. And and also maybe some ways that I've at least <laughs> I mean that I've thought about versus you know, that I've necessarily implemented because the implementation thing is a whole other thing because we don't have like a, it's such a new normal that I think a lot of us, we don't have like a a brain, like our brain hasn't fully downloaded this new iOS. So the operating system for this way of life has a lot of bugs in it, a lot of bugs in it. And we're trying to like create Like, it's like we're coding. We're literally all, like, coding our own life, and not all of us are good at coding. (laughs) Listen, and I feel like I'm a really fucking good coder. And even I'm like, this is a little bit much. So, first of all, let me just tell you that I'm in Orlando. I came, I was in Belize on vacation for a week, and it was the first time that I was taking a real vacation literally in my life. And I ain't gonna lie to you, best trip I've ever had in my life. It was unreal. Like, I can't even express to you, like, I've never experienced beauty like that outside of Grenada and peacefulness and just really the ability to just take in so much newness and no have no distractions because I was by myself. And it was the first time I ever went by myself to somewhere that I've never been. So that was also really dope. And I think what I'm going to do for next episodes that we're not doing a fucking Corona episode every episode is side effects of traveling by yourself. So yes, Rebecca, make a note of that. I'm going to do side effects of traveling by yourself. You know what's funny? Rebecca's not even here. And I literally just said, Rebecca, make a note of that because I'm so used to Rebecca being right here. So when it comes down to it, I'm here in Orlando. My mom is here. My aunt just flew in. So the SEALs women are just here. We're just here. We basically live here indefinitely, right? Because we don't know what's going to happen. And I will tell you that my first week with this quarantine shit, I was in denial. Like legit, just like in denial, like... And I said to myself, I'm going to be in denial for as long as I can be. Because my therapist once told me that denial can actually be very helpful because it can be your brain easing you into reality. And sometimes reality is just way too much to bear. And your brain needs to like take it in piecemeal. You know what I'm saying? Like I was about to say something really filthy. And then I was like, you know what? 
No, you know what? I'm going to say it because we ain't got nothing but time. And so we should have jokes. So I have slept with someone before whose dick was so big that I could not take it all at once. I had to take it in phases. (laughs) I had to take it in phases because I had to adjust to the inches. And it was so large that I literally took a picture of it for science. Because it was like, what is this? This is, it's not a monstrosity. I'm not going to give it that type of negativity. However, it is, um, it is a feat of human nature. Yeah. Looking out upon that big dick. And so I was just like, that's how my brain is going to function with this. I got to take it in in piecemeal because it's like a big dick fucking me right now. Okay? okay? And not in a good way. Or could it be in a good way, right? Because they say that miracles are just a change in perspective. That's, That's what they say. say. Miracles are a change in perspective. Um, so I think this is a time for miracles. Absolutely. Like, because it's going to require a change in perspective for us to get through this, especially if it's as long and as uncertain as it could be. So for the first week, I just did a lot of... Kind of just nothing, y'all. And I know a lot of us have felt guilty about that. A lot of us have felt guilty about our paralysis. A lot of us maybe didn't even have a chance to do that because our jobs were like, oh, you work from home now, that's That's it. it. Or you have kids and it was like, you have to teach third grade division and you didn't know that they'd be doing that shit as a pyramid now. And you're like, what What the the fuck? fuck? Like, I know that. And then some of us live by ourselves and it's just like, what am I doing here? You know, like, am I just existing in a digital world, like, where I talk to people on FaceTime? Like, it's bizarre. It's a bizarre space to step into. I feel like I'm, like, Matt Damon in The Martian. And it took me a good week, a good week to really, like, grasp, this is where you at. This is what you're doing. um, And this is how it's going down. Song, but a song I got to know now. Let me how it's going down. DMX reference. So I got a kiddie pool. First of all, I spent the first week also just getting like a patio set up at my mom's house because we've had a slab of pavement there forever. But I knew that I was going to be here and I knew my aunt was coming. And I was like, we are three very large personalities in a small house. I need a sanctuary. I need an outside sanctuary. And so I set up a patio out there. Like, I got to Ikea the day before it closed and got me some fake grass squares. Just by the way, like, you can get, like, fake grass squares that you, like, piece together. And I don't know if they sell them online, but if you can get them online, yo, it may be cool to get that to put into, like, your apartment if we can't leave. Just so you can feel, like, you know, a different texture under your feet. Um, Because stuff like that, like, you may, like, not even think about right now, but you're going to think about it soon. Trust Trust me. me. Um, So I did that and I started to like just kind of immerse myself in getting that together, like getting this outside area together and making it cute. And like just that was like what my productivity was. And but then once I did that and I got my kiddie pool, I just like sat in my kiddie pool and was like, I guess I'm just sitting here now. Um. And that was that. Like, I just sat there. 
And I mean, I sat in my kiddie pool and I was like, I guess this is what we're doing now. But I wasn't like too upset about that, right? Because you're like, I mean, this could be worse. But then what happens is your brain starts doing dumb shit. Like calling your exes. <laughs> because you're like, I mean, we're in a pandemic. Like, I got to check on everybody and see how they're doing. And let me tell y'all, this was a very interesting week of like exes coming and going. Bye. Because very quickly, they show you like, oh, you know what? I could not be in the end of the world with you. Bye. Um, so because it's like if you're going to be an asshole like in regular times, that's one thing. But like if you're going to be an asshole in like quarantine times, it's like houseway. How? So I want to just let everybody who did that, because I know, I know my listeners. I know y'all like there are people out there who are kicking themselves in the ass for like responding to that hey big head text like hey big head what you doing in this quarantine don't kick yourself in the ass yo we all did it so many of us did it and those of you who didn't do it like oh my god you are powerful you are strong you are special like teach us your ways <laughs> teach us your ways i'm very impressed i'm impressed i'm impressed um i saw a meme that said <laughs> me I think it's time for me to get out and start dating. God releases global, global pandemic. pandemic. Me, well played. Dot, 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 well played. <laughs> so another side effect of quarantine though is black creativity. Black creativity has been on AI. And I mean, we always thrive in tragedy and drama, so it's no surprise. But when I saw the meme that said coronavirus came in and said, no more shopping sprees, no more late night creeps, I was like, I hate y'all so much. I hate y'all. I hate y'all so much. Um, but I think that you know, the, the this whole quarantine thing, when I first got here, like it just, I was just kind of dealing with it like, okay, you know, maybes and maybes and maybes. And this week it's starting to now feel like, no, this ain't no maybe, ma. This is where you're going to be for a hot second. Like, and I don't just mean like in Orlando, I just mean like in this space of a, a, a confined space. And so I am not totally managing that yet completely. Like I'm starting to get ideas and I'm starting to shift into like what that really, really means, but it's a shift. And I think that's the biggest thing that I can say in this episode is like, be kind with yourself in this shift. Be kind, be deliberate, be deliberate and be intentional, be deliberate and be intentional, but be kind with yourself. But you need to take moments to consider what the normalcy is. Have you ever smoked and like, it got you in such a tizzy that you had to like reestablish, like you had to keep reestablishing, like, this is my reality. This is my reality. This is my reality. Like that's basically what this is. I feel like we're in a haze. Like you just smoked the wrong L and it's like, you got to keep reminding yourself, this is my reality because you have to keep grounding yourself or else you just float in the wind like the feather at the end of Forrest Gump. So you just ran. Mm-hmm. 
And that can be hard in so many ways because you're like, Amanda, that sounds real cute. You sound real Dopak Chopra-ish, but how am I supposed to ground myself? What am I supposed to say to myself to ground myself? And I think one of the things I've just been telling myself is like, you can control what you can control. And then creating things that I can control. Because I think the real thing that makes you feel like you're the feather at the end of Forrest Gump, I'm in the boat, Jenna, um, is the fact that you're just in a state of uncertainty. Like that's where the lack of groundedness comes from. So you got to start to consider like, okay, how do I, how do I create certainty for myself? Um, or even if it's the illusion of certainty, right? Whatever. But how do I create it enough to feel like I'm not at the behest of so many other forces that aren't necessarily like in your best interest? Well, first of all, it's ultimately deciding that the universe does know what's best. And whether that's, whether you call the universe God or whatever, that there's that there is something greater at work. And at the end of the day, like you don't have any control over that other than to assume that it's for the best. So what you're controlling there is your perception of what's happening to you. And the controlling of that perception can help you control so much about how you respond and react to things, right? So, because if you think that it's, it's out for you to get you, if that's the mind state that you're having, then that's a level of anxiety and fear that you're gonna be residing in continuously and shit, like, can't do that. You can't do that. You can't live in that energy, you know? It's like that energy, like when you got all dressed up and like you're at the club and you're just like, I don't know if we're gonna get in. Did we really get all the way dressed up to come out here and sit around and and like stand in this line and not get in? Because I don't know if we're going to get in. Like that is like a very anxious feeling. And you know, I know that feeling from that Emmy party. Like, I don't don't know if we're going to get in. And that's kind of like how this energy feels. You're just like, I don't know if we're going to get over this. I don't, I don't know. And you just have to like affirm, like we are going to get over this. In the meantime... I got to get with it. In the meantime, I got to get peace. In the meantime, I got to get grounded. In the meantime, I got to get a grasp on considering that whatever this is, it's for me. And a lot of times I've had to look at the past and look at the way the universe has dealt me a hand and said, Damn, even when I was lacking, the universe was giving to me. It was being benevolent even in my lacking because it it was either protecting me from something or it was, you know, encouraging me to find something. And in this quarantine time, a lot of us are having to find ourselves. There's a lot of self awareness that needed to happen. Just be glad they didn't take your iPhones. Just be glad they didn't take your Wi-Fi. Because, listen, if they had taken the Wi-Fi at this point, like, I can't say it wouldn't be a purge. I can't. I can't say it wouldn't be the purge. But I think, though, you can use this as a time to kind of, like, purge certain 
energies and vibes. Like I'm in a business where I got to see a bunch of people like all week. I got to see all different kinds of people um, at different jobs that I'm doing, different meetings, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know what it's like everybody that I'm having to interact with. And I realized today, like I haven't interacted with people I don't like for like over two weeks. And I feel the, my head feels like, don't get me wrong, like there's a haze in terms of dealing with like what's going on, but in, in terms of like the anxiousness and like the, the self-doubt, et cetera, those things are really not functioning in my space right now because I feel like I've been, I'm being cleansed of dealing with contaminated people. <laughs> like that's, so I'm, I'm like, oh shit, well, I guess there's a positive to that, I feel like I'm having like an like a I don't know like a like an iPhone restore of my spirit and of my soul. Side note: my phone broke. The screen of my phone broke when I was in Belize. I came back and I went to Best Buy Geek Squad to buy a new phone, and they said I couldn't get a new phone because we couldn't turn off on my iPhone. Whatever the fuck. So I had to go to Geek Squad to see if they could fix my phone so I could unlock it because since the screen was broken, I couldn't, not cracked, it was just not functioning. I couldn't type in the code. Do you know they tried to tell me that in order to change the screen on my phone, they have to restore my phone? And I was just like, I just don't believe that to be true. And this guy was like so adamant about it. And then finally he was like, let me go get a tech. What? So you were talking to me with all of this, like, confidence, and, and you're, you're not, not even a tech? I was so heated. So now the tech comes out, and the tech was very kind, but he was just like, yeah, like, that's the rules, and we're going to get in trouble. Who are you going to get in trouble with? Apple. How the fuck is Apple going to know what you do? It's my phone. If I tell you you can do this with my phone, you can do this with my phone. And I'm not telling you to, like, I'm not telling you to use my phone to crack some and to hack some NSA website. I'm, I'm using, I'm asking you, can you just fix the hardware versus fixing the software? And then he was like, well, let me talk to my supervisor. Honey, this chick sunkters out, not even looking at me, like unraveling headphones. She's like, how can I help you? I said, I'm sorry, who, who are you? How can I help you? I cannot stand when you ask somebody a question and they answer as if you didn't ask them the question or they answer with another question. I was like, are you the supervisor? Yes. Yes. She looks so upset. And I'm just like, I didn't tell you to come to work during the coronavirus. All right? Don't be mad at me. And I was like, I was about to like go into my spiel. And I was like, well, did did the tech explain to you what's going on? She was like, yes, Yes, but but now I need you to. You know what? Anyone who's listening to me knows my, knows that I do not like repeating myself. I was like, you know what, ma'am? I'm fine. And I'm so glad I used my instincts because I then went to the Sprint store and they fixed my iPhone with no issues, no problems. I didn't have to lose any of my music, nothing, nothing. none of my pictures, nothing, nothing Nathaniel. So thank you, Sprint store at Florida Mall for always being the best Sprint store in Central Florida and Best Buy at Millennia. No, ma'am. No. Y'all need to do some serious work on your customer service because it is not hitting. In contrast, Best Buy at Florida Mall. Shout out to the staff over there. They were so lovely, so helpful. And it's one of those moments where you're like, damn, like, come on. I almost said Corona service. Customer service does still exist. So thank you to all those folks because 
you know, my phone was broken. I came back and this coronavirus, coronavirus was happening. And I'm just like, yo, how am I out here with no phone? Like, this feels crazy. So I told you it was going to be a weird episode. So other methods of how to manage this. Regimen. Trying to implement some type of regimen can be very, very helpful. Now, if you're a very, very anxious person and you're like, I feel like I might get this coronavirus and die or whatever, like there really is no treatment other than it does not live with heat. Apparently, like it doesn't really survive with heat. So putting yourself on a drinking tea regularly regimen, like maybe it's once every two hours, but like giving yourself that type of like consistency, maybe that can help ease your anxiety because you know that you're taking preventative measures and you're really drawing, you're, you're, you're really like, committed to something that you can expect is coming. Regimen, working out, like trying to put some sort of workout in order, whether it's watching online or, you know, just doing some sort of running or running in place. Um, you Get yourself a solo dance party going. Yes. I mean, D-Nice has been DJing up a storm. So even if you put that on for an hour and get down with the get down, but definitely keep your physical energy up, not only just because of the actual like physical benefits, but because it releases endorphins. It releases endorphins that can keep you like having still like a positive, uplifted mind, especially when it's like, it's not fully summer yet. It's like rainy in places that are typically not rainy. Like it never rains in Southern California, but apparently it's like raining in 57 degrees there. So yeah. I think there's a lot to do with regimen and like even me, like I've been trying to force myself to, um, to draw every day. I'm trying to force myself to draw every single day. And I even started organizing and creating a set in my mom's house so I can start shooting a new web series slash podcast. That's how real it is. Um, I need to get a new computer. I'm like, should I even go there and order one and send it out here? Like, I don't even have my backup. Do I, can I just do it from this computer? Like, I, I'm just, I'm with y'all. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm so with you in all of this. I'm so with you. I am. In trying to just figure out what this is. And I know a lot of us are also like, still kind of like, well, I don't want to like completely figure out or put my energy to figuring out what this is. And then boom, we're back to normal tomorrow. I don't know that we're going to be back to normal tomorrow. Um, I, I really, y'all, I, I don't, I don't make, I'm not going to make any predictions. But what I, what I will say is this. I predict that if you're able to, and you can use this time to get in touch with your center in a way that you have never had the opportunity to, either because you were always moving and grooving, or you were always surrounded by so many people, or you were always, you know, considering what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. If you can use this time to really allow yourself to go inward, when we come out of this, you will have grown, you will have developed, you will have um, amassed, you know, a different kind of fortune. And I know so many folks are losing money hand over fist every day. And you're like, Amanda, how am I supposed to do that? 
I don't have peace of mind with my money. Listen, what you're saying is not lost on me. It's not. But I feel like if you can find a way to center even in that chaos, it might bring you some ideas. It might bring you some, it might law of attract to you some options and opportunities that you may have never considered. And I'm being so optimistic because we have no other choice. At this present time, that optimism is not yet delusion. So I'm going to hold on to that as long as possible. Optimism that is not delusion. And that your possessions in this time end up numbering beyond the material. But you, you, you got to really just also consider like we're making history right now. We are a part of history right now. If you are an artist right now, or if you are a historian right now, consider this. Historians, you are you are writing the facts, but artists, you are creating. No, that's not it. Artists, you are recording the facts. No, damn it. Okay, third time's a charm. Historians are recording the facts. Artists are recording the feelings. And the feelings of a people during such a incredibly global experience I mean that is that is uh, it's 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 of a worth that it's it's priceless it's priceless and I know for me I've been beating myself up because I feel like I haven't been serving y'all you know I see a lot of people people like deny spinning and you know my homegirl Valisha doing webinars and you know, people, you know, I saw Jeannie Mai doing a video and talking about, you know, staying inside and and saying that you could text her and she can give you information. Like, And I'm like, damn, like, I have not offered myself up in that way to y'all yet. And if I'm being honest, it's because I'm I'm just not ready. Like, I'm trying to get myself together and steal myself um, for this, you know, because I do feel like it's going to be a marathon, not a sprint. I do. I think it's going to be a marathon, not a sprint. And um, I'm just the kind of person that is a very process-based person. And I can't push myself in spaces until it's time. So I just wanted you all to know that. Because if you feel like Amanda's not been present, you know, or whatever, it's, it's, don't, don't think it's lost on me. Like I'm, very aware of that fact. And I've just been trying to kind of share my family moments and just my thoughts in general um, to at least be present. And at the, at the very least to be kind of like a a mirror for those who are maybe having the same feelings. But at the end of the day, like know that we're all in this together and we should stay inside as much as possible to try to enforce um a, st- a slowness in the advancement of this virus. I am not going to sit here and talk about the virus because I, you know, I feel like the information changes like day to day, minute to minute, hour to hour. And I think what was more valuable with this episode was to talk about just the reality of now, <laughs> the reality of now, of of being inside, of being in your space 
and of looking around at that and deciding what to do with that. What did this inspire you to do? Did it inspire you to reorganize your space? Did it inspire you to just sit in your space? Did it inspire you to clutter and mess up your space? Like, you know, for me, it's been making me want to just like really change everything in my mom's house and level it up and and organize things in a way that I've never had a chance to do. But this house is is my childhood. And I take pride in that. And I just feel like that's where my energy has been wanting to go. But I know that as a creative, I have to like dig my heels in. There's scripts I need to write and there's show ideas I have and all of these things. And I want to be the person who comes out of this like, well, I spent my corona doing what I needed to do so that now we out of here and I'm popping. I want to be that person, but it it, it is... It is not a, it's not a flip of a switch. Flip of a switch. I don't know. Like, it just isn't. But for those of y'all who are curious, people have been asking, like, where are your cats? What's going on with your cats? My cats, Ree and Lando, they're at my house. My homeboy, Reg, who's my opener on tour, he's house-sitting for me and um, looking out. And I feel so blessed and lucky to have, like, somebody that I truly love and that I know truly loves me and respects me like holding down my crib and that also that I'm able to give him you know a dope spot because he had just moved out to LA and was like figuring out his shit and then this thing um I went I he was gonna house it for me anyway and then this thing popped off while I was gone so that's just like madness madness but um they're there and they're doing fine I mean listen Cats have been on quarantine for, <laughs> they've been in quarantine. So, you know, they're, they're great to watch for like some guidelines. Just hella naps, run around a lot, eat, take another nap. Um, I've been watching Tiger King on, on, the, on the Netflix. Um, just really trying to keep my like sensories sensified and sensitized and trying to just keep smiling and keep shining knowing that y'all can count on me for sure that's what man's is for but also please don't call me man's if you're not a friend or family (laughs) so there's that Yes. Corona, 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 quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. All these things are real. But what's most real about all of this is that how we think about things will determine how how we react to them. And whatever you can do in this time to take in positive things that fuel your mind to be elevated and lifted, do that. Watch those types of films, listen to that type of music, talk to those type of people. Because the enrichment right now, my therapist was like, you know, right now is about the how and the what and the who. She's like, you know, you literally get to determine who you want to talk to, how you want to talk to them, and what you want to do. And we never really get that option. So the other flip of it is thinking about it like this, like, yo... Usually you're at work, you got a you got a schedule, you got people asking you for shit like on a, on another level. For a lot of us right now like 
this is a freedom, this is a liberation that we have maybe asked for, but now that we've gotten it, we don't necessarily know like how to deal with it. Well, now it's the time to learn. Now is the time to develop skills that you never needed to have, but that will last you a lifetime. And those skills aren't just like tangible skills that you use with your hands. No, those are skills in terms of managing, you know, managing being in small spaces. Those are skills in terms of learning, you know, how to how to manage uncertainty, uh, skills in terms of learning how to manage change. You know, if you're in a small space with somebody else, like you're gonna have to learn some conflict resolution right now. This is the time when you start watching relationship videos together. Cause like we gotta figure out how to make this shit work and not just how to make this shit do what it do. And I commend everybody out there. I commend everybody out there. That's the end of the sentence. I just commend everybody out there. <laughs> and let's make sure that we pray and keep our, our hearts lifted for those who have people that are suffering from the virus, for those, and, and not only suffering from it, like by literally having it, but suffering from the anxiety caused by, by being worried about it, um, by family members having it, by, by um, you know, how it's affecting their, their livelihoods, how it's affecting, you know, people's ability to get medications that they need, um, you know, how it's affecting like even animal conservatories and their conservation efforts, like they're not able to get money to be able to pay to feed the animals. So I had said this on my Instagram and I'll say it here. You know, there's a number of animal conserv- conservation projects that are really struggling right now because they usually get their money from fundraisers and from like having guests come and either visit the park or, or visit like their grounds or volunteer. And people like will like pay to like volunteer. So it's worth going on Instagram and looking up some of them um, and seeing how if you have some, if you do have some excess bread, you know, being able to like, because a lot of them it'll be like, oh, if you're just a sponsor, you can do $6 a month and that will help pay for all these things. And you're just like, well, shit. I mean, I can do $6 a month, right? So just something to, to think about. Um, also, let's keep our hearts lifted for all the all the people on the front lines, you know, the doctors, the people who are putting themselves up for vaccine testing and the nurses and all the medical healthcare workers um, that are really trying to, you know, keep people healthy, get people healthy and find some way of like not letting this get worse. Uh, let's also keep our hearts lifted for those who are stuck in abusive situations in this time and unable to get out of them because, you know, the quarantine and services are limited, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In general, let's just keep our hearts lifted because none of us are experiencing this in the same exact way. Um, But all of us are experiencing this. And I think when it boils down to it, I know some of you might say like, Amanda, be careful, but I've always said like there needed to be something that kind of like equalized things for people. Like people always tell me like how's racism going to end and all this shit. And I'm like, I mean, I don't know if it can ever end. Like these things are so ingrained in this current phase of our planet that it's not something that's just going to like end. It's going to have to melt like the ice age. And that to me it's like when something like this happens, it's like it has the possibility to do things like that. Like to maybe not melt things all the way that need to be melted, but to like speed up, speed up the erosion of obstructionist 
ideals that have taken root in our society and not allowed us to grow. Well, try your best, I should say, try your best not to let this be an obstructionist part of you not growing. Let it be a catalyst. Stay healthy, y'all. And if you're looking for something to do, buy my book, Small Doses, on Audible. Order it, but make sure the delivery man leave it at the door. Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.